Hi friends, this is Connie Alpers and I want to welcome you back to Equipped to Be, where I get to help you embrace and navigate the seasons of life so you can reach your personal family and parenting goals. We at Equipped to Be want you to understand how God has given you unique gifts, strengths, and talents so that you can live in all seasons with confidence and joy. Whether you're cooking dinner, holding laundry, or maybe just enjoying some time alone. I hope you enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. Welcome to this episode of Equipped to Be. I'm your host, Connie Albers. You know, I'm having this little thing going on with my throat. I've been speaking a great deal, and sometimes my voice gets a little strained. So I'm just letting you know right now, I do feel like I have a more of a whisper than a strong voice, but I'm glad that you're with us. And you know, sometimes that just happens. I've decided that as we enter this next season, uh, where we are in the recording of the podcast and the season of life, I just want to talk to you more about parenting beyond the rules. I just want to go through the series of what I actually wrote and go a little more in depth. I speak a lot on the parenting beyond the rules in various chapters and what does it mean to parent beyond the rules? And I realized as I was speaking this last weekend that I haven't shared much with you on the book on Parenting Beyond the Rules. I'm currently working on a a couple of other projects, and I'll be sharing those with you too. And we're going to have some sponsors joining us, which will be awesome. It's just time as we're in our second year of the podcast, and it's being uh, just enormous growth. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate you telling your friends the reviews that you're leaving. (laughs) They've just been remarkable. And I do want you to know, if you have ideas for shows, topics you want me to cover, or maybe I say something and it's provoked a question, something you're wrestling with within your own family, shoot us an email. Our team would love to come alongside you and help answer some of those questions. I was even thinking about taking the podcast one week and just doing it, answer the questions, because I often get these questions And I'll answer them directly, but I realize if one person or two people are asking the question, there's probably more. So why not just address it on the podcast here at Equipped to Be? Well, as many of you know, Equipped to Be is a podcast that makes a definitive statement. You are equipped to be a doer of God's word. So whether God has called you to be parents, not Whether God's called you to put your children in public school or private school or charter school or hybrid school or homeschooling, and maybe your children are on the last journey, you're you're kind of getting ready to turn the tassel and you're thinking, oh my goodness, I only have a few years left. Or maybe you're just beginning your journey and you're looking for sound advice. You're looking for someone who's been there, who's done that, who's made (laughs) uh, some errors has made some missteps, would love to do some things different. And I'm often asked, Connie, you're a mom of five kids. Would you do anything different? Do you have any regrets? Well, it would not be true if I said I did it all right and follow me because I know all the answers. What I don't say is I've done it all right. What I do say is the mistakes that I made in raising and parenting my children, if I would have gone back and redone things, I would have just made different mistakes. I would have done something else wrong. I would have hurt my kids' feelings differently because it's 
just not possible. Imperfect parents can't parent perfectly. Type that in your phone. Imperfect parents can't parent perfectly. It's not possible. And even if you are absolutely doing it spot on, you're nailing it right now. You've got imperfect kids. And they're not always going to respond, even when you've got it nailed down. And that's going to be our discussion. So I'm going to talk to you about the Parenting Beyond the Rules. I have decided we're going to do a series. We're going to do a series, and I'm going to take you through Parenting Beyond the Rules. Many of you have read the book. If you haven't, you can get it. It's still sold uh, where books are sold. I mean, you can get it at major retailers. You can get it on Amazon. I would ask, if you have read it, if you would give me a review, put something like, why did it impact you? Not, oh, this book was good, but you know what, what did you learn from it? How did it benefit you? Why would you share this book with a friend? And why do you tell your friends about it? This conference that I was recently speaking at, it was humbling because there was constantly people coming up saying, my friend told me I had to get your book. So it's just delightful for me when a friend recommends a book when a friend goes on social media and takes a picture with the book or takes a quote from the book and then they share it with their friends, that's the highest compliment an author can get. We can win awards and we can sell a lot of copies, but when you're willing to recommend it to a friend, to me, that's the highest honor. So let me tell you why I wrote Parenting Beyond the Rules. Now, the show, Equipped to Be, isn't about parenting beyond the rules. That's not what we're dedicated is to the book. But we're dedicated to building families. We're dedicated to helping you in your journey, helping you navigate the struggles, the trials, the joys of living life through various seasons and experiences. And that's why we cover a variety of topics on Equipped to Be. But people have often asked that haven't read the book, and I'm guessing there's a lot of you that haven't read Parenting Beyond the Rules, and if you have, this will be a great reminder. I was nearing the completion of my last child, getting ready to graduate, and I was asking the Lord, what next? You know, many of you don't know, I've worked for a social media company, and really, I love social media. I love the idea and the promise of what it can do, how it can move and impact in a positive way. It's discouraging what's happened, how volatile and divisive it's become. It wasn't always like that. I saw the power of how we could bring a community together, how we could support each other. Yes, the cat pictures and the dog pictures, and of course the baby pictures, but how as we do life, how we can come alongside each other and, and enter each other's lives to a certain degree. But as I was preparing to turn that tassel, I thought, okay, I'm going to be entering a new season of life. God, what do you want me to do? And many of you have been in that same situation. Maybe you've been working and some things have happened and you've asked the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to do? What's my next assignment? Or you've added a baby or your child's entered school or your child is you know, going into high school or your child is graduating or moving out or getting a job. Or you've got other changes happening in your life with elderly parents. You know, the interesting thing is we've always got change. Change is happening always, isn't it? 
and we put on a smile and we keep moving forward. Well, as I was preparing for my last child to graduate, I had a meeting with a graphic designer. She was my daughter's age and she was a brand manager. And then I had a graphic designer who is now like a big designer over at a major tech company. And then my daughter was there. And we were brainstorming because I thought, okay, I'm going to start another company. I've started companies before. I've ran organizations. I love starting things. I love seeing an idea be brought to the marketplace or bringing people together, just connecting and relating. And I, I was with my daughter, and I write about this in Parenting Beyond the Rules, but I was really torn as to what, what would I spend the next chapter of my life doing, the next season. I wouldn't be raising children actively, so I thought I wasn't going to be homeschooling anymore, which is true. And I felt the Lord nudged me to say, I want you to write a book. And I thought that was rather interesting. I'm a communicator. My whole life has been as a spokesperson, a connector, a relator, on air, online, on stage, sharing information, helping people. And so I sat on that idea for a while, mostly because I didn't know how. I didn't know how to write a book. I didn't know how to get an agent. I didn't know how to get a a big publisher. Those were foreign concepts to me. But the Lord never let that go away. And so after I had finished with my uh, meeting, my my daughter and I were standing in the parking lot of Panera near our home. And she looked at me and she said, you know, Mom, you've done a lot of really cool things, B.C., before children. You've been a spokesperson. You've traveled the country. You've represented big organizations. You've been in corporate life. And, Mom, you're doing a lot of really cool things now that the kids have gotten older. You speak more. You know, like I said, these opportunities that I've had in my life, that they're just their skills, their their knowledge that have added to the talent God has given me and have become my strengths. And she looked at me with a straight, just glare in my, just like a, a piercing look in my face. And she said, Mom. And at that moment, my eyes welled with tears because I really didn't know what she was going to say. You know, for those of you that have raised children, you'll know that is not an easy task. And for those of you that are in the midst of raising children, uh, yes, you're probably saying, you got that right. But you know, the truth is, I was just staring at her, wondering what was going to come from her mouth next. And she said, look at your family. Look at us kids. Look at what you and daddy have built. Look at how close we are. And by that time, I truly was standing in the middle of a Panera parking lot in Florida in July, sweating and crying. And I just looked at her at that moment and I said, what do you mean? She goes, this is what you need to do. You've done all those other things and you're doing all these things now. But you need to pour into others. You need to equip them for the journey before them. You need to help them Help moms and dads navigate the seasons of life. To come alongside them. Not because you're a know-it-all, but because you do know 
a lot. When I first became a mom, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I, I hadn't babysat. I wasn't a babysitter. When I could start work, I did. My, my very first job was at Dairy Queen. And then I worked at a shoe store and a steak restaurant. And then I ended up after, you know, all those little summer jobs in high school working for Walt Disney World. And then things really started to change for me. But she said, Mom, this is what you need to do. And it was at that moment that something hit me. I'd always, I'd always wanted to be like a Proverbs 31 woman. And it's a daunting task. When you read Proverbs 31 and you really focus on that chapter, that is a tall order, right? Here's something that I've learned. For all you achievers that are trying to be that Proverbs 31 woman in a 24-7 day, that's not how it works. Proverbs 31 woman is the story of your life, not a day in time. Because you can't do everything at one time. There's seasons. There's seasons where, just like the Proverbs 31 woman who planted a crop and yielded a harvest, that takes time. It takes time to to cultivate the field. It takes time to plant. It takes time to grow and water. It takes time to harvest and then to sell. But yet, sometimes, often, we think that's supposed to be a picture of a day. Becoming a Proverbs 31 woman is that time when your children rise up. It doesn't mean in the middle of a 12-year-old middle school meltdown. It doesn't mean when your kids are in high school. It might. You know, when our kids are little, <laughs> definitely when they're little, you, you can do the simplest of things. They're like, oh, mommy, I love you. You're amazing. And then it may be years before you hear that again. But a Proverbs 31 woman is when your children do rise up and they have the wisdom of, of years under their belt. And they're able to look back and see the sacrifices that you're making today that nobody else sees. They don't see the early rising that you do or the late nights that you pull because you're listening to one of your kids or you're trying to work through the budget or you're just trying to figure out how to make it all work. So your kids don't see that. And if you've just had a baby, your children will not remember how you labored to have them. They're not going to remember how difficult it was for you to adjust as they would fuss all hours of the night. And though you tell them, even as adults you tell them, they can't remember, they can't, well, they, they can't comprehend they can't comprehend because they weren't there and they haven't traveled that far. It's knowledge you're imparting to them. Yeah, this is what we did. This is what it was like. But something happens when they have their own, when they have their own child. And all of a sudden, as they're walking through it, there's a newfound appreciation for what you did for them or their siblings. I recently became a grandmother I know, I, if I had little bells and whistles, I would be playing them right now. I recently became a grandmother, and, and everybody keeps saying, oh my goodness, there's nothing like it in the world. And I got to see my little one 
for a few minutes before I had to leave for a conference. And I was speaking six times at this conference. And obviously, that's why my voice is weak, because you have speaking when you're presenting. And then you have lots and lots of folks asking questions. They want to go deeper. They want to clarify something. They want to they just want to know more. And, and you're listening to their story and you're listening to them talk about their kids. But I couldn't wait to get home and see that little nugget, as I call him, and just look in that perfect little face and tell his mom, you're amazing. You're going to be a great mom. You're going to be a great dad. He doesn't know how fortunate he is and how, how much you're going to love him. And as for being a grandma, well, I guess uh, that's to be determined because he's still very tiny. But looking into his sweet little face, that little perfect face, and thinking, what a wonder, what a miracle. And watching your kids step into that season of parenting made me think about my daughter saying, Mom, look at our family. And when your kids say that, and they know, they know how imperfect it really was, how you would set the rules and somebody'd break them, or you'd make the rules and they'd all whine about it, or you'd put down a boundary only for them to say no and push against it. But it was at that moment when I got to see my grandbaby and my daughter said to me, mom, look at our family, that I knew, I just knew. Now is the time. Now, Parenting Beyond the Rules has done phenomenal. If you haven't read it, I encourage you to get a copy. Get a copy for your friend or friends. If you're in a Bible study, do it in your small group with other moms and dads. Do it as a parenting segment. And I am actually working on uh, creating some additional products that will help you. And if you've got a bunch of moms that are in your season of life, uh, do it as a get-together, like a girl's night. It'll help you. But to hear my daughter, who knew how imperfect I really was, utter those words just brought tears to my eyes. And I thought, that's what a Proverbs 31 woman is. It's a story of a life, not a day in time. Because out of the mouth flow the issues. Out of the heart flow the issues of life. And that's Proverbs 4.23. That was an important verse. Because when I write about parenting beyond the rules, it's as with anything. We need rules. We need limits. We need boundaries. We need laws. The lack of laws, the lack of rules, the lack of limits, the lack of boundaries, that's what caused chaos, confusion, strife, misunderstanding. So rules, limits, boundaries, those all bring order and chaos. But there comes a point where we have to adjust them. And this is the number one thing that I'm seeing in parents is when their kids are little, we're telling them, no, don't do this. No, don't do that. Hey, babe, let's do this. And we're trying diversion. We're trying distraction. We're trying to straight up say no, no, no. And that's important. I want you to hear me. Those are important when your children are little because you're teaching them something foundational. Respond to my voice. I recently heard somebody talk about how first time obedience destroys. I'm like, oh my word, some of the stuff out there, you guys, is pretty dangerous. So be careful who you listen to. 
Because people can say things in a way and you're going, yeah, that sounds so good. You know, I think about a verse, the person who speaks, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it seems right until another person comes along and examines it. Sometimes you're going to have to be that person who comes along and examines it. I thank you for trusting me. I thank you for picking up Parenting Beyond the Rules, for listening to Equipped to Be, for attending my sessions when I'm speaking. And, you know, if you have a small group, if you have a church function, if you are a part of a school, if you have a homeschool group or a school assembly or a ladies' retreat, I'd love for you to consider having me join you to speak. You can email us at Connie at com. I would love to join you. I'd love to equip you and your members and, and your friends and your organization. Now, see, we set the rules, the limits, and the boundaries to create harmony within our family so that people are on the same page. Parenting is supposed to be a dynamic journey, not a static list. It changes. As our kids grow and change, so do we. And it doesn't mean we become wishy-washy. It doesn't mean that one day this set of rules applies or one day this is the boundary and the next day it isn't. No. As we pivot and adjust, we bring our kids along with us in the conversation. It's not that we just arbitrarily make these rules because I want you to hear something. If you were looking at a painting or maybe your craft supplies and you see the chalks or the the acrylic paints and the paint brushes or you see a little canvas or a sketch pad, I, I want you to visualize this. Your children are a masterpiece in the making. God is the architect. And if you're a mom and you're struggling yourself and you're wondering maybe what's wrong with you, maybe you've never heard those words before. You are a masterpiece in the making. God is the architect. He is shaping, molding, forming you into the person God wants you to be. And mom and dad it's and caregivers and, and grandparents and all of you that are listening. And we have listeners from around the globe. We're a work in progress, and so are our children. And not every masterpiece is the same. Your children are a masterpiece. You are a masterpiece. We're not all the same. Some paintings require a different hue. They're warm colors or pastels, or they're jewel colors, or they're stark contrasting colors, grays and whites and blacks. But a masterpiece is not paint by numbers. How you raise one isn't how you raise another because we're not producing a factory assembly product. No, that's what some forms of government are about. Lockstep. You think the same way. You believe the same way. You act the same way. You do the same thing, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Well, that is not a dynamic family life. We're different. Each of your children have unique gifts, strengths, and talents, and you have the opportunity to help them discover what they are. And you use a variety of color. You use the canvas, and you paint character qualities of truth and honesty and integrity. You use those liberally. And then you add 
other dynamics of knowledge and then skill and soft skills and hard skills. And you step back and you ask the Lord, how's it looking? And then you step back to the canvas and you add a little more. And you'll do this. I want you to hear me. You're going to do this throughout their lives. You will do this throughout your life. You are not static. You are constantly changing where you should be and growing and learning and adding to your knowledge so that you are ready and able to do that which God has called you to do. Whether it's for you to teach many, whether it's for you to be a foster parent, whether it's for you to adopt a child, whether it's for you to change a job, whether it's for you to speak up and stand out or get down on your knees and pray fervently. So I'm going to be taking, and I want you to tell your friends, if you listen to this podcast, I want you to be listening. We're going to do a series on Parenting Beyond the Rules, and I'll cover the highlights, and I'll try to fill in some of the gaps that you might have. But you can order Parenting Beyond the Rules. And if you do, don't forget to leave a review. Those reviews are critical as I work on this next project. We appreciate you here at Equipped to Be. Our team works very hard to give quality information, relevant, practical. We want to bring you together. We want your families to be stronger. We want the relationships to be so strong that they can overcome the hiccups, the glitches, the misspoken words, the hurt feelings that happen because of life and because of uniqueness of personality and because, frankly, we are all going to make blunders. But I want you to enjoy doing life together, not just raising kids, but experiencing all of life together as a family, whatever that might look like. So don't forget to tune in next week. Don't forget to subscribe to our email and go over to ConnieAlpers.com and click on this episode. And that's where all the show notes are going to be. And you don't want to miss those because we'll have links to various things that I talk about on the show. There'll be a link to the book. So don't forget, you are a masterpiece. Your child is a masterpiece in the making. God is writing your story and that of your children. And he has equipped you to be a doer of his word. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Equipped to Be. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member and hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.